Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new show, new episode of Men's Secrets Exposed podcast. I am your host, comedy magician Dwayne Hill, and podcaster, enjoying this format, is really digging this format. Um, new season here, I wanted to have some special guests come on and people more in the field giving practical real advice helping men and women listeners and today we have a special co-host miss april davis and she is a matchmaker and dating expert and i'm going to let miss april davis introduce herself go ahead april hi well thank you for having me for sure for sure for sure tell them a little bit about yourself well i said Luma Luxury Management Team back in 2010 and what we do is we work with a lot of busy professionals, executives, business owners, people that are looking for a serious committed relationship but they just don't have time or don't know where to find that right person for them. So we get to know our clients and understand who they are and who they're looking for in a match and then we introduce them to that person. Very cool. I thought it was interesting. We were talking earlier. Um, you said that you deal with a lot of busy professionals. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? I'm sure that there's some pretty big differences with you know the busy, busy corporate office person as opposed to just you know someone out there active in the bar scene or swiping left, swiping right, right, right? Correct. Yeah, we work with a lot of people that are doctors or you know, professionals, a lot of business owners, you know, or they are people that value their privacy. They don't want to put themselves out on a dating app. You know, also, if there are people that are really particular about the kind of person that they want to date, so they just aren't finding or coming across that person through the dating sites and apps or just, you know, in mics in general. And so if they're looking for someone specific, they would enlist our services. We are a search firm. It's not just a dating service where you stroll people on a bunch of dates. We really work to get to know our clients and find that right person for them. And we'll even go out and we recruit people for our clients if that's what it takes. But we have a huge database of singles that anyone can join and be considered as a match to our clients. Wow. We're always recruiting people into our database that way. And then we have a lot of potential matches for them. So you said that people are particular. Just curious when the, when it comes to that, um, them being particular. I'm I'm just being nosy here now. Do you feel that men are more particular than women, or women are more particular than men? Well, <laughs> well, it depends. I think they both are pretty picky in particular. Um, they both can be unrealistic at times. Oh, really? And it's usually just, it's about different kinds of things. But I think women are, they have, a lot of times they've bought into the Hollywood fantasy that there's this knight in, charm, <laughs> knight in shining armor um, out there looking for them. And they just need to find him and he's going to, you know, be her prince and super offer feed and be rich and 
loyal and all these great things. You know, there's some perfect man out there just for them. And um, there's that just doesn't exist in the real world. Whereas guys, they think that, you know, there's some beautiful woman might, you know, that will give her the kind of attention and will desire him, you know, in his state. So he may be trying to date somebody, you know, hotter than she than he is. So that's where I see a lot of the, um, I guess, what people have, that, you know, their ideas aren't really in line with what is realistic. Well, when you said you said unrealistic or what or ridiculous, what are some of the? I'm just curious. What's some of the, like, what's some of the crazy? What's things that really pop in your head in the past, like crazy requests or, you know, unrealistic expectations? Do you have any that you can rattle off that you know without compromising privacy too much? Yeah. Well, I mean, in general. You know, the big ones that we hear from people are, you know, I need you to find someone that is like this, this, and this, and they should just love me the way I am. So they're they're trying to, of course, date up, date somebody more attractive that makes more money or, you know, has more going for them in life than they do. So, you know, or they're just, they, they still see themselves as a 20-year-old when they look in the mirror and they think that they're still super hot and and you know now they're 50 and have gained 50 pounds and they're just not not the same kind of person so they just can't attract the kind of person that they're you know they're really what they're wanting mm-hmm. and so that's really you know that's something that we see oftentimes with people we don't take everyone as a client so that's what we go through a whole process at the beginning to really come up with, you know, figure out what they want, what they're looking for, if it's realistic, if we really can help them and match them with that kind of person. And yeah. if we can, then we'll take them on as, as a client. But if not, then we're going to, you know, tell them that they need to go about it on their own or listen to someone else or something. No. It just, every, every person is different. But, you know, I had a guy one time that, this was just an example of how unrealistic someone could be. And everyone knows there's, so, but okay. here's one example. I had a gentleman that was in a wheelchair, and he's very wealthy, of course, but he was in a wheelchair, and he's gay. He wanted to date someone that was also a professional, nor executive, someone that makes like 500k plus a year, and you know, it's going to be sweet, charming, all these things, you know, and of course, attractive. Even though he, the gentleman in the wheelchair, is 300 pounds, not attractive. He's a paraplegic. And, you know, needed, he needed several people to care for him constantly. And so he didn't, and he also said he didn't want somebody that wants him for his money. So it's, like, it's just not really realistic around, okay, well, you're not going to be able to attract somebody that has all those things going for them necessarily. If you're not, you know, what are you bringing to the table other than money? Because his personality was not exactly the sweetest person in the world either. So. Wow. <laughs> It's, okay. um, yeah, that, that's just difficult, to say the least, to help people that are at that point where they think that they can only date someone that is, you know, meets these, that's all these boxes. You had mentioned something about, you know, they don't look like they're in their 20s, they gain 50 pounds. I'm just curious with, you know, you helping professional women out there, right? 
How much, and I know this can be a tough question, so I'm going to ask you, please, Miss April, don't straddle the fence, okay? This is a tough question, but try to give me an actual hard answer. With women, how much do looks play a part into them picking someone? You think and how picky they are towards guys? Yeah. Do, I mean, yeah. I mean, is, is looks a big factor or is it not a big factor? Because I've had this debate. Women? I've had this debate many times. It's like, you know, um, women say, well, yeah, that's cool. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter much. I just find that, I don't know, maybe it's because of my male programming. Men are so visually dominant. I just find that hard to believe. So, you know, when you're talking to these ladies behind the scenes, I'm just, I mean, I'm just being, I'm just being curious, you know, do they, uh, I, I think it is, um, it's, it is really important. You know, a guy that is you know, a 10 in the looks department, um, will go a lot farther <laughs> than, than, and he can get away with a lot more than someone that's, you know, just average. And mm-hmm. women might say that they don't care about that as much and, and some might not, but, but there are basic things. I think women will want somebody that at least, you know, has good hygiene, takes care of themselves, you know, things that are within his control. Right. You know, it's not obese and stuff like that. And I think, you know, someone like that can get, you know, a guy, say a guy that's like 50 or 60 years old and he's, you know, a five, is going to have a lot more date options than a woman in that same age bracket that's also a five in the physical looks Hmm. So the things that he can't but, control. Sorry, go ahead. So the things that, that a guy can control that matters or can matter. I'm sorry, I couldn't understand. What did I, you just say? I said the things that a guy can control um, matters. Definitely things that, right, things that are within control, women in that age range, at least they, they definitely care about that. But mm. I think it's different when you're talking about somebody in their 20s and 30s and even 40s and stuff, I think. Their, you know, attraction is, that's when women are typically more attractive. There's more attractive women than there are guys. So, you know, some people think that guys get better looking with age, and I think they can, some of them. Um, so it's, it's just, it's interesting. And then there's fewer guys the older you get, too, because women live longer than men. And then, so I deal with a lot of people that are professionals and executives, and women um, have more white-collar jobs than Men do. Men can go and they can work the blue collar jobs. They can work construction in the trades. Men can still make six figures and do really well for themselves working in those trades. Whereas women, they have to, you know, get they're more educated and they have to work more of a in the white collar type jobs. So they are looking a lot of times for someone that's like them that are also working in white collar type jobs. And there's maybe fewer of those guys go around to match with those women. Mm-hmm. Um, because and I think they like those guys because they you know look the part, they dress the you know they speak their you know, language and stuff too. So there's just there are some things that are um, again within people's control that that they can they could change that would improve their chances for success in attracting people. So you you you've mentioned you know the money factor a couple of times here. Um, I'm just curious. You know how much how much does that play a factor, and does it play a factor more with women making their selection as opposed to men? Yeah, um, men typically don't care how much she makes. Um, at least, but okay, again, I work with people that are typically you know they're successful making at least 
50K plus or 100K plus. And there's fewer of those people, men, that care about what the woman does. But yeah, they want her to be able to take care of herself and pay her own bills and everything like that. But they're not saying, coming to me saying, okay, she needs to make at least, you know, 200K a year. Whereas women, if, if she is making that much a year, I, can, I oftentimes hear it from them that they want a guy that makes as much or more than she does. Why is that such a big deal? A bigger deal? Why is that such a big well, deal? Well, I, I think they oftentimes have issues with guys where the guys are intimidated or they just, you know, they don't like a woman being more successful than, than she is. So it's not necessarily the woman who has the issue with it. She just has an issue with the guy having an issue with it. You know, this I mean, is... there are sometimes... It depends. You know, some of the younger women, they may want to, you know, not work as much. Maybe they've worked hard in their 20s and now they're in their 30s and they want to raise kids, get married and raise kids, and they don't want to work as much. And so they want a guy that can help the family, you know, sustain that lifestyle. So she wants somebody that makes at least as much as she does. Uh-huh. This question has come up several times. Women have written in and asked, you know... Um, why is it issues with it comes to like if she makes more than him or you know men being physically intimidated about that and you know all the different various men i've talked to about this issue um now granted you know the whole disclaimer haven't talked to every man on the planet right but for the most part most men don't really care and i think Sometimes when things get kind of off kilter of, you know, if a guy's in a relationship and she makes more than him, it's not the fact that she makes more that makes him uncomfortable. It's the tone that comes with it. And I've heard many, Mm -hmm. many men say this, you know, several different men have said the same thing. It's, it's the tone and the expectation of because she makes more, it's like she has more financial say in what goes on in the house or she feels like, you know, her decisions matter more than his because she makes more. And that's where it's like friction kind of comes in. It's not the fact that she physically, you know, okay, yeah, she makes, you know, 40 more thousand dollars a year than, than he does. You know, it's not that he feels less of a man because he doesn't make as much as her or he feels less of a man because he's not the breadwinner. It's when that happens, there tends to be this tone of, of, you know, did you really buy that? Did you really need that? Um, that kind of thing. That second guessing every financial decision he makes. That's where the friction Yeah, but wouldn't that exist regardless? I mean, that exists where I know in couples that he doesn't work at all and doesn't make any money. And, and he, you know, he brings, makes them, brings all the money home. Oh, absolutely. Just, you know, I would question that if, you know, if it's, if it's hers or if it's his own insecurities. And they, I think it's, the answer is it's both. It just depends on the couple and who, we, who you're talking to. I've seen it. I've seen it both ways in every direction. Whenever, that's one thing about this company and being in this kind of position because I've met so many people. Literally, I've interviewed like over 2,000 people. And whenever I start to generalize, whenever I see people generalize or stereotype mm-hmm. people, then I find I'll meet somebody that you know blows all those stereotypes out of the water. <laughs> so you just you, you never know I think if somebody it's one thing if you're in a relationship and that's maybe if that's the issue that you're I mean mm-hmm. and you know that's coming out of the conversation with somebody that you're dating and you're feeling that way I would 
question now. Is it because she feels like she makes more and that's why she's asking she's asking those questions? Or is it will she be doing asking the same questions regardless of how much money? That that's a good question we need to ask the guys. We will ask the fellows the, that question. We will pose that question on social media. Well, I mean, media. how would they know? <laughs> we, 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 we don't know. Well, I, I, I got I got two men in mind that I can call right. Money. I get I got two men in mind I can call right now and ask that question. And I would like to hear what their answer is. That's a good question to ask. That would be a. You'd really, have to. Though, my my point is, you'd have to have the same person. Right. Okay. Here's how they were before. You'd have to have an, like a example set too. Here's how they were before they made any money, and here's how they were after they made money, and how they acted towards money. In that point, you know what I'm saying? You can't just say, "Well, I dated one girl and she was like this, and I dated another girl that was like this." You know, everybody's unique, and so. It's, you, but it's all within your control still. So if you are having those kinds of issues, you can talk about it. You can be a therapist. You can do whatever it takes to be able to work through those kinds of issues. And so where it will be, okay, if, if there is you know, problems within the relationship. Anyway. Well, let me ask you this question. Do you find that a lot of women would be uncomfortable. I mean, just in what you've your experience and in interviews and talking, you find that women would be uncomfortable being in a relationship with a guy that makes less than them. Um. Again, sometimes it is, and they'll say it's because they feel like the man would feel uncomfortable, and they don't want him to. Um. But there's also several women that just think. That, you know, that's the issue, that they think that they, you know, they've done so well, so they should, they should be matched with somebody else that's done, you know, as well or better, than in financially speaking. And so that's the only kind of person that they could be matched with. And, I mean, I'll tell you, I don't really get guys saying to me that they need someone that makes, you know, 200K if he makes 200K. Usually, guys don't care about the woman's resume, whereas the women do more so. And so that's something that we have to culture women on oftentimes is like, you'll think about, okay, what do you, what are your values? If you value money, then go after it, make your money. But you have to think about your values in a partner are different. You know, you, you should value things like loyalty and, you know, some of that just likes to do stuff and it's fun, you know, and there's different things, you know, not necessarily that you're going to get money from that person. And, and, you know, money for men though, it's, Okay, so generally speaking, mm-hmm. I was the stereotype. <laughs> Everything yeah. between men and women. And hang on, hang on, just for a mm-hmm. second. You know, let me say, let me just pause with a nice little disclaimer here. Men, I'm making a generalization on a generalization. Okay, we don't care if you mm-hmm. generalize us. <laughs> okay, we don't get offended at that. If you want to put 85 percent of men in one bucket, we are okay with that. All right, go ahead. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just want to throw that in there. Yeah, but I will say though. I mean, I, we inter- I interview men all the time. Actually, that's predominantly who I interview. And I ask them, how much money do you make? Okay, how much money should your partner make? And oftentimes I get, they will give me, a, and we'll give them brackets, you know? And oftentimes they'll give me brackets that is lower than theirs. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you're, you're the people that maybe you're talking to, but I, I sit down and I, I ask them and I say, tell me numbers. How much money do you make? How much money should your partner make? And more often than not, they'll tell me, they either say, yeah, they'll say they don't care. But I do hear a lot of times that they want somebody that is making as much or less than they do. Right. So it's interesting. It would be interesting to actually like pull all the data together and figure it out. But, um, you know, everybody has their opinion 
on this subject, of course. Uh, (laughs) But generally speaking, what I was going to say is that women tend to do what they want in men is security. And security comes in a couple different forms. It can be financial. It can be, you know, physical, feeling, you know, safe that he's strong and will, will protect her. And then there's emotional security, you know, so she can, you know, talk to him and reveal her, you know, secrets and, you know, just really feel connected and um, emotionally vulnerable towards him. And then men, typically they want, you know, someone that they're attracted to. That's one of their, that is the first (laughs) criteria, the most um, important criteria to them. So it's just, I mean, it goes back to our, like, Neanderthal brains, really, is what you want. Women need security because they need the man to protect them, make them feel safe. And then men want to reproduce, and a woman that's effective is more likely to have healthy babies. So, so like, I think that's where it all comes from. That's what I've learned anyway. So what advice would you give a woman if she sees herself or she's entering into a situation where she does make more than the man? Is there any kind of, you know, advice you can give her? Well, I would go back to what are her values and figure out, okay, what's the most important thing to you that that a partner has and, you know, focus on those types of things. And, yeah, I think that you bring, I think you bring up a good point about sometimes women might make a guy try to maybe make a guy feel bad or bring him down or think that, um, you know, her state is more important than the man. It goes both ways, though. I mean, I think guys do that, too. Women. I mean, it's, it's a partnership, ultimately. So you have to be able to talk through those kinds of things and work on those kinds of things. So I, I, I guess... Think, you know, why are you... Why are you in a relationship? Do you want? Are you in a relationship because you need to enhance your wealth? Are you? Or are you in a relationship because you want someone to go do things with, to be emotionally vulnerable with, and you know, and to have fun with, and you know, just prioritize what your values are and focus on those? Because, and we all know that money can't make you happy, especially right now. We're all in this quarantine. We know that it doesn't matter. How much money you have, you're all, we're all in the same kind of boat. That we have, if you're single, you know, you're alone. And to start thinking about what's the most important thing and what are your values. Hmm, very good. Now, I guess that door would swing the other way too for men. The same advice if they find themselves, if they find themselves where they make less than the woman they're dating, you know to understand the values of what they're really wanting in a relationship. If you have a question, please send it in. Go to DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. This has been a Pick a Card production adventure. Thank you for listening. Edited by Logan Dunbar. Sound supervisor, Logan Dunbar. Additional editing by Gabriel Rattori. For more information, go to DwayneHill.com or pickacardpro.com.